it's time for Hillbilly Has-Beens. Now here's Darren and Dave. Alright, welcome everybody to the next installment of Hillbilly Has-Beens. We're your hosts. I'm Darren Smith and this is Dave Dunkley. Hello, Darren. How you doing, man? I'm great, man. I'm doing great. Man, you know what? I realize um, some of the stuff I do anymore, you know what? If brains were dynamite, I couldn't blow my nose. <laughs> you, you got a little book. You have a little book from Cracker Barrel you're getting these from, man. <laughs> no, man. I just come up with it off the top of my head. I just try to figure it. Um, but you have a dog. Oh man, I just we have a we've had our dog for ten years, and she just passed away a couple months ago. Oh, that's too bad. It was man. the most painful day of my recent memory. Well, that kind of kind of blows my story, but we'll go ahead and say it anyway. Sorry. I got you I can got cut a, it out if you want. <laughs> yeah, I got a no. It's all right. I got a little short shorty dog. Well, we got yeah. we got a we've got a, a shorty and a, a, a Shih Tzu. Yeah, and uh, they got together and had a little puppy. So now I've got a little puppy. Just a, uh, you know, it only had one, one puppy. Can you believe that? Really? Uh, yeah, it's unusual to have a, a singlet. They call it. But I mean, I mean that Shorty ain't, but I mean no bigger than a popcorn fart. You know, I mean just <laughs> real little. I don't know how you know, but anyway, I don't know how that works. But I thought anyway. you were going to set me up for a. Shih Tzu joke or something there with the dog. No, no, <laughs> like no. Like a that'd dumb be, and dumber. <laughs> that'd be too easy. That'd be too easy. But I tell you what did happen is that you know, uh, you know, dogs are weird, um, and you know, we, me and my wife, you know, we were making love, and my dog was at the end of the bed. <laughs> I looked over at the dog, and the dog yawned at me, and I said, "Well, I'm sorry if I'm boring you." My wife said, "That's okay." <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know what, Dave? We're going back international. Yeah, this is going to be the international doctors of mystery part two. Because part we, two. we could, yeah, we couldn't get it all in. That, last episode, you know, because there's still some good stuff that happened out there. There's a lot of mystery going on. There is, you know, and you wouldn't know it if you didn't listen. So listen. You listen when I talk to you. You know, we did a a video in Mexico uh, called uh, Refried Dreams. Y'all remember that song? Uh, We did it in Tijuana. And uh, it was kind of weird because it was, we did it in this little funky bar uh, that was close. It was they closed it down for us, but it, it had this real funky mosaic tile that was all different colors. I mean, it was really weird, you know. Right. And, and then uh, we did the video right out on the street in Tijuana, right at the little. Uh, I know it was like the little square there in Tijuana, you know. Right. Uh, it was really really strange. Uh, um, I mean, I don't know if you'd want to do it nowadays because of the cartels right. and all that. <laughs> You know, but, what are, how do you arrange that? We're going to block the street in Tijuana. I mean, the place is kind of wild anyway, you know? Oh, yeah, but, I know. It's, but you can see the video. That's what's going on there. Yeah, you know, uh, it wasn't my first time to Mexico. We went there a couple times. But, um, you know, I went there years ago. Uh, I, I was probably just out of high school. Um we went, we, I was with a band that played the hotel motel circuit and right. we went to, we went to like, uh, you know, Texas did a lot of Texas and New Mexico and Del Rio and, 
and we were playing uh, in uh, somewhere, uh, Laredo or somewhere like that, whatever, no, whatever town Acuna you know, um, is across from, right. yeah, on the border. And uh, whatever, we were playing this little hotel lounge there, and we played top 40 stuff there, you know. Right. And uh, the uh, the band, the Cars, were in the same, uh, playing the arena there. Nice. And we were in the same hotel, and they came down to the thing afterwards. Rick O'Casey actually got up and played and stuff. So that's, no kidding. Yeah. That's so, true. but that's not the memorable story of that thing. No, that was that was that was good. We we met a bunch of sailors, a bunch of these sailor right. guys that were on leave, and got to be friends with them. Well, they took me and my my bandmates across the border to Acuna, a place called Boys Town, which I didn't know what Boys Town was, you know. Right. Um, but it was like stepping back in time. There was like cobblestone streets and the roasting dog tacos. And I mean, right. it was, it was funky, you know, I mean, right. <laughs> and you know, down there, the tacos, the meat has potato filler in it. So it's got right. these white chunks in it. You know, like, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was, you know, schnauzer. I don't know. You know? <laughs> but there was yeah. also, you know, uh, ladies of the evening everywhere, you know? Right. Um, and they would, uh, one of them uh, grabbed my uh, grabbed my hat. I had a cowboy hat on. And mm -hmm. she grabbed it and ran off, ran off into the thing there. And uh, I think she was trying to lure me into this place. You know, right. Like, you know. Right. I, I ended up talking to the MC that they had these MCs that would stand out in front of the door. They go, come in, girls, come in, come on, there's girls here, get a drink and all that. Right. You know, they'd be barking at you. Know? They were everywhere, right. you know. Right. And uh, so I had to go in there, and he, he ended up getting it back for me, but and I didn't have to perform any lewd, any <laughs> lewd things. Lewd yeah. To get it. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, that's no place to be doing that. No, no, they want you to run back in that little dark, shadowy place. Yeah, but I did see uh, a dude, uh, he was part of the act. He was called the Rubber Man. And he would get on this table and make his body contort and all these funky things where, I mean, it was weird. He would grab his legs and do this and ball up like a ball or be flat right. as a pancake. It was a, it was a freak show. Yeah, it was. It was weird, you know. It was right. weird, but but you know, that was a that was one trip to Mexico that I won't forget. But Yeah. Yeah, so I we did the the Mexico video, the uh re, everybody calls it Mexico. We call it Refried Dreams. The real Mexican video right. was was done and that's where we came up with the Dominican Republic. Because remember, we flew to the Dominican Republic, and we got on a boat and went to film "You're the Reason God Made Mexico." Right? Is that the Exumas? Uh, yeah, the Exumas. Yeah. Exumas. Uh, yes. Yeah, and you know what's funny is that I think that was the best video that we I ever did, too. and I don't think they ever released it. No, they never released it. It, it got leaked out somehow because I, I find it on YouTube. You know, I can see it on YouTube. Yeah, it's a great video. Where we went, you know, not too long ago, I was looking through, um, I don't know, it was like real estate of rich people, and that island, I was like, that looks familiar. And I looked at it, and it said Exumas, and I started looking, and that thing was for sale for like $9 million, some kind of outrageous amount of money had that old home on it that was run down. And remember they told us that the Nazis had uh, used U-boats and stuff and came in there. That's like where they was coming close to America. And they was using those places for, for a base. Yeah, you know that castle that, that 
or the the place where we're inside, and they're showing right. us when the video starts, and I'm leaning up against the wall, and we're right. in that thing. That was a castle there that the Nazis used, you know. Right. It was weird. Yeah, there was a little building on the path. We had to walk like 15 minutes from the boat up to the house. Remember? And yeah. It was carrying that piano, that empty piano shell, the fake piano up to the house, and yeah. Um, uh, that that was a great adventure there. Uh, we saw uh, where we go. What they call that place where we went with Tim to where they stayed, and that, that little island. Yeah, they stayed in a place called Mushiki. Mushiki, yeah. Yeah, and it was like, oh man, it was like a parrot. You know, it was like what, what was that show with the little midget on it, tattoo, a fantasy island. That's what it was like. Man. I mean, they yeah. had there was four houses on that that island. And they had an outdoor little bar there, and they had. We was, we was riding jet skis around the island. Remember, I remember what was one part of that that the island was uh, raked when we got over. They had raked the beach of the island. It was killing. Oh yeah, well you guys rode the thing. Me and Lonnie sat at the bar and drank. Oh, oh yeah, we drank uh, many many umbrella drinks, and we got to be good friends with the uh, the the bartender. Yeah, well the bartender his he was. A Jamaican guy named Tony. Tony. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. I remember know. that. And I remember you and Lonnie just sitting over under that hut. Boy, no, we, we did. Fine, a fine meal that night. Oh, too, it was it was a spread, man. It was a spread. But, but remember back at our island, we had the two house people, the man and the woman that was married. Their name escapes me. But one morning we woke up to fish eye soup, like that big pile of oh, soup. Yeah. And, and, uh, they, and they drank all our beer too. That woman, we got home. We got home after filming, and the woman was hammered. Remember, she was hammered, yeah. and she had drank up all of our beer. <laughs> and you're you're not going to go pick any more up. You're 45 minutes on a boat to the closest, you know, drop off point. Yeah, you know what's funny about that is you know Tim was staying on Mushiki, and the week before Bill, or not the week, but the month before. Bill Gates had rented the island, right. and the, and then the next month, Oprah Winfrey was rented. Right. So you, it tells you what kind of place it is, you know. Yes. But but uh, we we actually slept in a big tent. There was like it was like a barracks, you know. It was like right. like what the army would have, you know. There was a house there where they cooked for us, but somebody remember there was a chair in there that had uh, noceums on it or something that somebody slept in there and got ate up by them. I yeah, and. Was. It was cool because they had a helicopter there, you know, and it was filming from the air. And uh, there was a scene that we uh, we were all out in the middle of on this sandbar. And right. uh, and it was a sandbar that when the tide would come in, it would be water. It would get covered up. And we were we were out there and it's tide started coming in and the water started getting up. And we we're trying to get all our gear back in the boat. <laughs> and, and then that's yep. the scene. That's the scene where Tim's walking across. On one side, there's a there's a big stingray. On the other side, there's a big shark, and he doesn't know they're there, but they, you can see it from the helicopter. And he he has no idea they're there, you know, and he's just walking like no big deal, you know, you know. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you know, it was like dun 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 dun. <laughs> I remember watching the water just come closer to our feet, and they're filming, and the helicopters flying around over the sandbar, and you can't see anywhere you don't see anything but ocean all around you you're standing in the stand in that sandbar and it's coming up over the bottom of the stands and then it's over my feet and then they you know and they're like well we better get out of here and you're putting stuff in the boats they hustled us out of there they packed that stuff up and we was gone man 
I know. You remember, two, you remember two on that, that we all wore white. Yes. We all had white on. And mm-hmm. I remember, uh, I remember thinking I, I got, I had white pants on. I had a white, white, uh, shirt on button up shirt that was, and, and you just left it unbuttoned because you're in the tropics, you know, right. and I'm thinking this right. is the only time I'm going to get away with a fat guy wearing, you know, <laughs> with my shirt open, you know? And, and yeah, it doesn't man. matter. It doesn't matter. It looks like it's supposed to, you know. There was a lot. There was a couple of days of that. We we stood on a volcanic rock that was so hot. Remember that? Oh, scene? Yeah. The hel- helicopter flew around and you had to have shoes on because it would cut your feet. It was so uh, it was just hot and sharp everywhere around then, you, man. Yeah. And then we had a, a, a campfire out on the beach. Oh, they at filmed night. that. Yeah. As night. the sun went down right at the sunset. It, yeah. it was Freaking beautiful, man! It was, you know, it was, it was weird. I don't even think that was. I mean, no, I know it was staged and all that, but it actually turned out turned to be a all us kicking around the campfire, you know, laughing yeah. and stuff. You know, that's pretty well, much. There's nobody it was. there but us, man. You, there's no civilization anywhere. Yeah, that was really you know? weird. That was right. really weird. You know, it was nobody around but us. And, and I, I remember crew. we got off that little plane. The plane was tiny that landed on that island, and we got in a. A car. I didn't realize they was going to drive us on the wrong side of the road. Did you? I no, didn't know. no, I didn't. But know they either. did. He got on the wrong side, and they're going up over hills. And I'm kind of, I'm not watching because I'm like, I had never done that before. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, it was a little bitty airport on the. At the it was the uh, the main airport in Dominican Republic, but it was really small. You know? It was small. It was smaller than my little small hometown. Man. Yeah. Well, that was that was a good adventure, though. I, I love that adventure. Yes. Um, well, where do you want to go to next? How about we go to, let's go to Canada. Okay. We got a bunch of friends. We played there a whole, whole bunch, man. We did so many tours across that state. And, you know, for a while there, it seemed like we'd always go in the wintertime, too, when it was the coldest. The first time we ever did, um, I actually think the first time I ever went into Canada, we crossed at the Peace Bridge and walked over, you and, and uh, Billy and myself. If you remember, we have pictures of us on the Peace Bridge, and the falls are frozen. Oh wow, Niagara Falls, Holden Gumby. Yep, I'll find. Yep, I'm pretty sure that's wherever the Peace Bridge is. That's it. Yeah, that, that, that is. Like, yeah, that's it. That's and that it. little town was right over across the bridge. We went over there and had dinner or something. Walked back. It was cold. It was ferocious. Yeah, cold. and you remember uh, the uh, the guy that was our runner or the guy that was our contact? He looked like Newt Gingrich. <laughs> <laughs> he did. I have that picture too somewhere, and it really looks like young Newt Gingrich in the bus with us, man, in turbo. I remember Lonnie had to park on the American side that night, for some, and I think he was our cab driver or something, wasn't he? Yeah, I he, think so. He yeah, us, he, he took us everywhere. Right. Yeah, he took us everywhere. And that was the old crew. That's like Hooter and and uh, Stevie, and that was the, the first bus load that we all rode on. You know? Yeah. Have you seen uh, Ricky Hooter lately? Last time I saw him, man, he had a big beard. I know, they, looking like Duck Dynasty dude, you know? <laughs> he, but he makes beard bombs and stuff, man. So Yeah, and hot sauce. Beard. Hot sauce. Yes. Yeah. So he's, kind of, he's probably practicing on himself, man, that big, beautiful face of his. He's an entrepreneur. Yeah, he always was. Yeah. Um. I always thought he was a good-looking dude, you know, for a dude. I don't think I don't think that about dudes, but he was always kind of like a good-looking He's dude. Handsome. You know, he reminded me of uh, uh, Michael J. Fox. You know, how he, Michael J. Fox, before he got, you know, his illness, he, he never aged. You know, he always right. looked, 
you know, the same. And that's how Ricky Hooter right. and Jeff McMahon. Yeah. You know, you know, if uh, Hooter's listening um, right now, he's blushing. Well, it's the truth. You know, why lie about it? I'm not, I'm not that way, but you know, I'm, he was, he was a good looking, good looking kid. You know, he turned yeah, me man. on to, he turned me on to Colonial Silver too. Uh huh. He was that. in. He was into the the health the health before health aspects the, of colloidal silver. Yeah, before there was anything about essential oils and all that. You know, my right. wife's into that into essential oils. Right. But I think it's kind of crap. But yeah. you're, into Chris, <laughs> you're, you're into Crisco, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. That's the my essential oil. When I can fry up a steak or an egg or something, you know. Right. <laughs> I can't fry something up with it. It ain't essential to it's me. It's not essential to you, right? That's right. So anyway, Canada, Canada. I remember uh, we went to uh, Vancouver, which is a beautiful city, man. Uh, it really is. Except for except for the uh, the the bums and stuff, but there's a lot of them there. But if I was going to be a bum and I had to hang out somewhere. Vancouver would be good. Except it's going to get cold. It's pretty cold but, there. Yeah, it does. But, I mean, if you're going to have to be cold, be cold in Vancouver. Yeah. We had a hotel that looked over the bay. They have a great little bay area there. And I can remember, I have video somewhere of little planes like landing, you know, right outside the hotel and in the water outside. And behind it is like these majestic mountains covered with snow. It was a beautiful scenery, man. Yeah, we uh, we at that that one tour we had we had carried we used to you know, talk about excess. We used to carry a semi <laughs> with our motorcycle. Well, at first we had a trailer on the back of our bus, and we would we would put uh, a couple motorcycles in it, uh, Harley's, um, and uh, we would carry them out, and that way we'd have place to, way to get around and stuff, you know, or just for the fun of it. Well, later on, later on, we started carrying them in a semi, and there was like. I don't know, five or six Harleys in a semi. What a great gig for this for the guy that drove, man. I mean, all he did was drive from gig to gig, unload the bikes. Sometimes we ride them, sometimes we didn't. And then he just load them back up at the end of the gig and drive the next gig. You know? I can remember that was his gig every day. They they set out there whether anybody got on them or not. Yeah, we, we rode them a lot, though. We rode them, rode them in uh, – we rode across the Canadian Rockies. Uh, we came from Banff. Remember, yeah. we stopped at Banff. I think we stayed at Banff uh, yeah. one night, one way or another, either one going one way or the other. But that drive from there to Vancouver is unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. yeah we, we, we drove through the mountains there and, and uh, uh, Banff. What a name. Banff. <laughs> Banff. Wasn't we singing like Rocky, the Rocky thing with yeah, the Banff bam, word? Banff, 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 Banff. Bam, bam, bam. But yeah, yeah so I yeah, that. yeah. I remember Tim. We, there was probably what four or five of us that, that rode across the Rockies there, and we, we, uh, it was wild because we were kind of, we were on. I don't know if it was on the interstate or if they even have interstates like that. Because I remember us having to stop for a sheep crossing. You know, right? They really didn't have interstates like that, and you really had to pay attention. We really called it Moose Patrol. You know, he'd like somebody sitting up there, keep an eye out. You know, oh, yeah. running across the road. There were definitely moose there. I have video of that whole trip that's just beautiful, man. It really is. We have to get we, it we out. Stopped, we stopped at a little, little cafe there, and we all ate and got back on our bikes and rode a little farther. And we probably rode most of the day, and then we'd load the bikes back up and, and right. uh, get back on the bus, you know. And 
the buses would follow us, you know. And uh, so we rode a lot that way. We we, we rode, a, I mean, I can remember us riding down in Florida and riding in uh, uh, Seattle, our Portland area, you know. Up there. Right. Yeah, I remember one time we rode out of Portland and there was just me and Tim and uh, oh, Billy and Lonnie and uh, somebody else, uh, Dane or somebody, you know. Yeah. And uh, we got out there and it started raining. We probably got 20 miles away and it started raining. It rained pretty good. So, Tim, we stopped uh, We stopped at a, at a truck stop or something. So, Tim and them went on, on the end. And so, Tim was like, man, why don't you ride back and, and get the, the truck or tell the <laughs> truck guy to come pick us up? I'm like, oh, great. So, me and Lonnie get on our bikes and we all ass right through the rain, man. We were through the rain and went across this big, big, huge, tall bridge. I don't know what it was, somewhere in Portland. And the wind was just kicking, man. And my bike uh, was scary. kicking all over. Oh, I was scared to death, man. Well, it was kind of scary to ride with Tim anyway, because he always, you know, he's not a leisurely biker. You know, me and Lonnie were like leisurely. We like looking right. around and Tim's like, you know, all, all out, you know? <laughs> So you had to keep up with him, you know. And was, right. I remember. Yeah, I remember hated still, that, didn't he? Oh yeah, because we were cruisers, man. We like, you know, we stop when we want and just cruise around, you know, and right. look at the look at the sights. And I remember one night, and it was the stupidest thing. I thought later on, we were in Florida, and we were uh, going from one or like Orlando to somewhere, right. and uh, so they decided, well, it's not that far. It's like a hundred miles to the next gig. Let's ride the bikes there in the middle of the night. And he's and Lonnie's doing 80 in the bus. Me and Tim and I don't know who else was with us, but we were doing, you know, 80 or 90 to keep up because we didn't know where we were going. Right. So you don't and, have a map and, or anything on that bus. Yeah, no way to oh, man. Middle of the night. Middle of the night. We're going 90 miles an hour down the interstate. And I'm like thinking this is stupid. I mean, there could right. be a gator you know, crawling across here and we're it's done. <laughs> And I remember I went, my, when we got to the, the our destination, my hands were glued to the handlebars. I, was like, <laughs> I couldn't move, man. I was so scared. That's it was crazy. wild. But anyway, back to the dun, 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 dun. Um, how about uh, Nova Scotia? We went to, uh, let's go all the way across Canada to Nova all Scotia. Right. Um, Nova I remember, Scotia. yeah, I went to the, uh, the Titanic Museum there. That was kind of cool. Did you really? Yeah, well, remember the uh, the Titanic Museum was right on the on the that, that's ocean Hal there. Halifax is right across the water, right? Yeah, Halif that's where it was, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're in Halifax and went to the Titanic Museum, which was really eerie. And that's where I saw the Coney Island whitefish off the, the <laughs> dock there. I was getting ready to say, that's the first time we spotted a Coney Island whitefish. Yeah. You want to, you want us to tell what that is? Um, yeah, I mean, might as well. It's it's a nice way to say uh, used or unused, I guess, just discarded uh, condom. Uh, there was like 10 of them, 10 floating in the water. I don't know what was going on there. but <laughs> Somebody was, somebody was use, using the... Uh, Facilities or something down. There. I don't know, man. Someone's getting crazy there, but right. <laughs> um, so we just, you know, so we didn't sound vulgar. We just called them Coney Island whitefish. But once you spot one like that and you name it Coney Island whitefish, you tend to 
spot them repeatedly. You know, just after you said that that day, and we laughed about it. Actually, we have that on video. That day we saw we did that, named it or whatever. <laughs> and so, anytime you see that later, it's like, oh, it's a Coney Island whitefish. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's not like we go out looking for them or anything. No, they just they just magically appeared. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. It was weird, man. It just called, called to it or something. It's disgusting. Well, you know what, man? <laughs> let's let's uh, take a break and uh, from the international men of uh, doctors of mystery, and let's play the song of the week. Week, 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 week. week. That's pretty weak. <laughs> but uh, um, today's song is is a song I had forgot all about, man. I really did until you sent it to me. I forgot even writing it. I forgot playing it. And then once I heard it, it brought back some good memories. Memories. It's a killer, killer song. Killer song. Um, It's called uh, We Like. And it just talks about uh, a man or woman watching the world rat race go by. And they just kind of chill and hang with each other. And, and, uh, you know, they like the simple things in life. And and you remember yeah, and, and this uh, the demo here is uh, Dave singing, singing really well too, and uh, yeah, and uh, it's uh, me playing guitar, and I think we got a lot of the dancehall doctors on there. I think, I uh, think so. Yeah, I think uh, Denny's playing the the slide parts on there, and uh, Dino's playing the fiddle, and Jeff's playing the piano, and and B three, uh, John Boy's playing the bass, and. Uh, uh, um, I don't know. I don't think Billy was there that day. Uh, I think it was uh, Andy, Andy Peak. Andy Peak. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Excellent. man with. Yeah, the man with the shaker stick. He had a yeah. stick. Yeah. He had a stick He's that had a shaker that, that that was hooked to it some way. So when he played the uh, hi hat with a stick, nice it was. Yeah, it had a nice little shaker to it too. Right. And uh, I really dug it. And I used to kid him. Uh, I think he got mad at me a couple times because I could, you know what? The, I'd go, you know what this needs? More shaker stick, more shaker stick. That's a, that's right. I think he, I think he quit bringing it to sessions because I kept saying we need more shaker stick. So, anyway, here you go. Here's a song called "We Like." When it comes to you and 
something Time ain't always on our side And I know if we had nothing Ooh, together we get by I hope that God don't think we're greedy For taking everything Life has to give I know some believe Ask and you shall receive Anyone can see the love that we live I like holding hands and seeing you smile when I wake up And you like to hear the rain on Sunday mornings And we like When it comes to you and I, that's what we like. And when we're old, we'll still be sitting on the front porch watching that crazy race from this peaceful place. we didn't have a promotion that we needed you know to get it out there you know even though we work for him (laughs) we did hand stuff to people and you know we did all that stuff you know yeah maybe we should have hired somebody just to pitch our stuff you know we had enough of it and then uh the that tune i mean some of the stuff that i listen to now that we wrote it was like i mean i don't want to compare us to lennon and mccartney but in the same sense that you know um, Lennon and McCartney was like you know Lennon was um, real black and white rock and roller straight ahead and McCartney was more whimsical and impish and you know <laughs> so it's kind of like me and you that's how I, that's that's the only reason I compare us to that which that's, that's you know a, yes that's you know, a I'm like I'm I'm like the black and white that lay it you know rock and roller guy that lays it down. And you're the color. You add the color to everything. And that's right. how we got along and did everything. Right. Like you said, if, if, something, 
Yeah, if something sucked, we could look at each other and say, "Man, that kind of sucks." You know, but since since we don't have no songs cut or anything, maybe it didn't work. Maybe we do so. Well, it worked for me. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Really, at this point, I really don't care. I mean, yeah, I but you know, know what? I, people in my circle, when if I put these songs on, they know the words. You know, it's kind of yeah. nice. At least, well, you, you know what's funny is that when we were writing all these things. Um, it wasn't like we needed a, a paycheck for them. It wasn't like we needed a no. job. We had a job, so this is our outlet. Right. And so, so we really didn't do it for to get them cut. We did it to do, you know, to right. please ourselves. You know, to get that outlet from ourselves. Because I mean, think about it. For twenty years, you know, we played Tim McGraw songs. That's really all right. we did. I mean, we played out every now and then and did sessions every now and then, but. You know when you Not don't need it. Yeah, when you don't need a job. You know, I think the most we played out was when I had the broken spoke. You know, and right. played there every now and, that and was then. Fun too. It wasn't like we went down there and made side money. You know. No, no. Good after fun too. Well, we had man, some good times down there. Let's get back to where else? What else we got going on? Well, were we done with Canada? Um, sure. I mean, I'm sure there's so many things that we could just. You know, go yeah. through. I did. I did have a luggage loss on the way. What is that? St. John's. If you go up farther than Halifax on the coast, yeah. and go to St. John's, there was a festival up there, and um, a little tiny airport. We flew in there one evening. We spent that night, and or I think we was only there one night. Anyway, my luggage got lost, and I did this show. It was a huge show, and I didn't have any other clothes but short pants and the shirt i had wore there and i remember tim tim knew what was going on because he was going to see me walk out there in my you know clothes i was traveling in so he said tell me to come in here so i went to the dress room and he gave me this gray stetson hat so there's, <laughs> there's a picture somewhere we're playing a gig and i got this gray stetson hat on man but he's like here just put this on you'll be good you know and he sent me out there like that so yeah. i got a nice gray stetson hat out of the deal but the next morning I go to the airport when we, we go to check in to leave and this airport's so small that there's luggage right behind the counter and I'm looking over and there's my bag and I'm like, there's my bag. You know, I'd already oh. called about it. And I was like, there's my bag. <laughs> and the guy hands it over to, you know, identifies me, hands it over. I take the deodorant and the t-shirt out of it, you know, and handed it back, checked it into where we was going, you know, when we that's, left. That's so, amazing. You know what? We can't talk about Canada without talking about some of our border crossings that we went across. You know, sometimes if you go across the border, sometimes, I mean, it's really easy to go across. They're not too too hard-ass about it. But if you go across with nine buses, 12 trucks, and, you know, 60 guys, it kind of gets a little weird. Yeah. Um, usually, <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a lot of footwork that goes in even to cross the border with that amount of people a lot of paperwork beforehand it's just a lot of stuff that has yeah. to be done well one time we're going across with the whole tour uh one of our bus drivers had to stay across the, on the united states side because he had a felony <laughs> that nobody knew about <laughs> that's where you find it out is the, at the border man yeah and then nobody no breaks yeah so and tim made it real clear you know if you've got anything illegal or anything dump it because you know uh, you, you know nobody wants that hassle right right so so uh we go across and the crew buses are in front of us uh, we're all in the line though all at the same time 
and uh, they bring the dogs out, and the dogs uh, go around the bus, and all of a sudden hit on on the the lighting bus, and uh, so apparently one of the lighting guys had a bunch of weed and a tennis tennis where they keep the tennis balls and the little right. hand. They said it was had, right up by the front wheel too. Just yeah, right it was right by the right on top of his bag. You know, right. I mean, a, a dang uh, nose blind dog could have found it. You know, right? But uh. Yeah, so all of a sudden, everybody's off the bus. Everybody's out of the trucks. They're running dogs. They had already worked like half of us through or something, you know. But, boy, we had to go. I'd already been through, and they come and said, everybody come back. And then we got strip searched. Yeah, we did, down to our drawers now. I mean, I mean. <laughs> yeah, walk in the room by yourself, two people at a desk, take off your hat. You know, you hand them your hat, take off your shirt. You know, you did the whole thing, man. It was, my know, first, it was my first adventure across the border where anything like that happened. You know what great. they did to me is I, I after they did the strip search, they they uh, told me to go upstairs and wait in this room by myself. I'm like, what the heck, you know? Uh-oh. Yeah, and uh, so they came up, and I was probably up there 20 minutes. And uh, one of the officers came in and says, okay, you can go. And I said, well, what's the deal? Why, do I, why am I got singled out with everybody? Well, there's a, there's a Darren Smith in Canada that's a known serial killer. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Excellent. Yeah. And, they, uh, they would do that you, to Dino all the time. Yeah. But you know what they, you know what the thing was? It's like, oh, well, how'd you, how did you know it's not me? Uh, well, it's a black guy. Oh, well, that gives it away right there. You know? <laughs> a black guy, serial killer. I'm a funky guy, but you know. <laughs> that's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah, Dino, he used to get he got pulled off the bus because there was an Anthony Brown that that was uh, on the no fly list and the that no- Anthony Brown always gave Dean a pain in the ass because he would pull him all the time. Remember he was he was in the bathroom and that policeman or that border Canadian border guy came on the bus and he said, Is there a Dean Brown in here? And he said Dino said I'm like hollering, I'm pissed at or something and the guy's like, Out now and oh yeah, Dino, he didn't even get to pull his pants up. That dude took him out, man. Put him up, put him in handcuffs, and took him out. Get, you know? Yeah, he sure did. Then they, then they let him go, you know. Yeah, we just sat there a couple hours or whatever, however long it took, until they cleared him, man. And then there was the Dave Dunkley debacle <laughs> coming across. Okay, let's just lay it out, Dave. All right, man. Okay. I've never. I've, I don't tell this story I'm up too much. These people, you know. Well, people Dave, Dave has been known. So puff puff pass every now and then. Well, you know, it was the it was the late nineties and we was all having a good time. So that's true. But but I was never dumb enough to try to take nothing. I was not gonna break no international laws, you know. No, no, you I remember stopping the bus and everybody dumping not just you, everybody <laughs> dumping stuff and- you just dump whatever a little bit. I mean it's just weed, okay. But anyway, yeah. so I'm standing there where we're we're going through the process. I'm setting up against the wall. And Jerome is beside me, and this dog comes through. I was he, beside you too. Was you? Was you? I was okay. on the other side. Yeah. Well, the dog sniffs around us, and he goes around us, and he keeps going around the room. He keeps going. While he's going around the room, they say, "You know, you you two get in line. We're waiting to get in line." So I step up and get in line, and here comes this dog back, and he gets closer to me, and he comes over, and he sniffs around me then he sniffs up my leg and puts his nose like in the side of my pocket and sits down uh, i know and you're, you're like oh and i looked up at jerome and he said uh sorry about your luck 
<laughs> and I'm like, I swear I have nothing, Jerome. This is, you know, I, I yeah. swear I didn't do what you what it's looking like. And you know what else? You looked at me, and, and when the dog sat down, he go, I think he likes me. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I bet he does. Yeah. yeah, but the guy was nice. He's, you know, I'm standing there in a T-shirt and shorts. You know, the, you can see I'm not carrying anything. And he says, you got to come with me. So we go back in the office, and he said to me, you have either have or have had on your person's uh, firearm or, you know, illegal drugs or whatever. And the day before I'd had a little bit of weed in my pocket, just, you know, just down in the pocket. And I guess the smell smelled enough for that dog to sit down. <laughs> on bed. I wasn't going to carry it over there. So, but anyway, it scared the crap out of me. And the guy, you know, he's, I pulled my pockets out. I'm like, man, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do that to you. And I told him what, you know, that the day before that's what happened. And, and uh, he, he said, well, we got to look in your, bag oh, so yeah. he walked to the bus with me and they looked and they kind of looked in the bunk in the bag but he was nice the whole way man he wasn't too concerned about it yeah i was la- i was laying in my bunk whenever they came on and uh with the dog they had the dog remember they brought the dog yeah, you'd already been cleared he's probably like yeah thinking, I, was, I was thinking oh, Dave, man. <laughs> dave's in hell talk about day in the barrel <laughs> the dog comes on and well the guy goes is this dunkley's bunk and i go yeah and so they stuck that dog in your bunk, and, and of course there wasn't nothing in there, you know. So one of the dog didn't fall over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I was, was going to make sure of that, man. There's no remnants of anything, man. Yeah. That but, was, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, other than the dog hitting on us and uh, strip searched and coming across the border and through the ice storm with uh, everybody, you know, that, that, was, that was a good one. Because the drivers like to go in those off the wall crossings, you know, where there's not a. They're easier. Yeah, yeah, they're easier. Yeah. You can get through them real easy. A lot of times, those ones in the middle of the night, they just kind of not that they'd wave you through, but you know, they wasn't real hard to get through. Especially entering the U.S., there was times where they wouldn't even take our all of our passports. You know, it just wave yeah. you pretty much wave you through. You know, you show <laughs> show them who you are. Move on. Yeah, I was going across with uh, David Frizzell one time, and uh, it, it was actually I went a couple times with him. But the the one time we had the whole band on there, um, we went across, and David was like, you know, if anybody's got anything, don't say nothing when they come on. Just let me do the talking. No, 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 no. Okay, so we uh, we get to the border, and the and the guy comes on, the officer comes on, and says, you know, do you have any contraband like illegal drugs, firearms, anything? Well, the drummer sticks his yeah drummer sticks his head out of his bunk and goes, "Why? What do you need?" Oh, that's not good. Oh uh, no! All of a sudden, it's we're off the bus. Yeah. yeah, they they uh, we're off the bus, and we didn't get strip searched, but they tore that bus apart. Look, you yeah. know, just make it inconvenient. Yeah, and uh, boy, he got railed. I think he went home after that. Did know? he? But, yeah. Then then we came across one time we were coming back from Canada and uh, the guy saw the bus and I was driving the bus and uh, the guy goes, who's on the bus? And David, he saw David Frizzell and he goes, Hey man, one of our officers in here, it was a Canadian and uh, Canadian side. And he's one of our officers has a birthday today. Would you guys come in and sing happy? Would you get David to come in and sing happy birthday to her? And so we're like, sure, man, whatever, you know, whatever. We, whatever it uh, takes, leave us alone. Yeah, leave us alone. So we went inside and uh, sang uh, 
happy birthday. That was on the U.S. side after we crossed because you come back in on the U.S. side. Right. And uh, so <laughs> it was funny. We went in and sang happy birthday to her, and she was all happy and everything David did. And I played guitar. And and then uh, as we were leaving, I said, thanks for not making us stay in Canada. <laughs> and they all started cracking up. But <laughs> it funny. was funny. Yeah. Well, man, you know what? I think we're done with international for now. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's other things. There's cruises and there's places. Mean we can't and, hit on things again if it pops up. You know? Yeah, and you know, it doesn't have to be a whole episode about international. I mean, if something comes up, we'll just talk about it. All right, exactly. So I want to tell you all that you can get this podcast anywhere, anywhere you get podcasts. And if you if you go on Apple or Google or some of those uh, podcasts, make sure you leave a review. Uh, even if it sucks, you know, if you don't like it, just say it sucks. It sucks. We're going to do it anyway because we don't give a crap. Um, <laughs> We've been and go, yeah, go to our Facebook page and give us a message and give us a like. Because uh, that seems to mean a lot these days. You know, if you want to do anything, you got to have likes people and like, reviews. Yeah, people like likes. They do. And we like them too. And also, don't forget. <laughs> I know. I'm going to tell them. I'm going to tell them. Just be cool. Right. See at it again. Yeah. People, please name my goat. Name my goat. You know what? I think this is probably the, the fourth episode we've had named the goat on. Maybe so. So I think it's time this this next time we'll pick a, a winner. Pick a name, okay. Yeah. I think we'll pick a winner. Man, he's gonna lose it. I mean you're not gonna win anything, people. We're just you know, um just trying to name my goat because he gets pissed when I call him goat. <laughs> I know, I know, I'll tell him. All right, be cool. Man. Yeah, that's you know, anyway. Uh, no, I was kidding. I was kidding. We love you, we love you. Just go yeah, sit down. Cool. Go chew on my underwear or something. I don't know. <laughs> Not while I got them on. Anyway. So anyway, name our goat. And uh, if uh, if you have the winning name, then uh, we're going to try to get in touch with you somehow and uh, put you on uh, for a little bit. Uh, if we can figure out how uh, to uh, tell us how you came up with that name and who you are, what you do, why you why you listen to our podcast, why you listen to us, yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. That Just would be. lose somebody, you know. Um, so anyway, Dave, we got another one in the books. And, all right, uh, man, let's go home. Let's go home. All right, we all have a great week, and uh, we love y'all, and we'll talk to y'all soon. And. Listen to us again on Hillbilly Has Bands. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We would ride our bus town to town. Everybody was a-getting down. Pack it up and do it all again. The Hillbilly Has Bands. Now the days of old have come to pass. Even though we was kicking ass We love the fans but we need some friends Hillbilly has been